Good afternoon, and welcome to the What's On My Mind show. What's poppin'? You know, that's the voice of the one and only Cousin Troy. We are here, live and direct. It is NBA Sunday, which you all know means it's All-Star Weekend, folks. So, this show has been inspired by my son, my 20-year-old son, Rashard, who um, basically lit a fire underneath my ass to do this show, which meant I had to call Cousin Troy up for this one because we... I dream. <laughs> that he is me. <laughs> Yo, hey, good people. In all seriousness, the show, the show came about because... Uh, it's one of those things where, you know, my son, I love, you know, he, he, everyone's entitled to an opinion. But if you haven't watched any of the great players play, kind of keep that LeBron, he's the GOAT stuff to yourself. So, without further ado, y'all are ready? Because I know Troy's ready. He's been salivating. He's been salivating. I got I to gotta make a confession first. Uh-oh. <laughs> watch the, what, listen to your episode on Black Plantation. I have to confess, I've never seen a couple of movies. I'm not. I've never seen a lot of the Rudy Ray Moore Dolomite movies. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> never seen Cooley High. Okay. The Education of Sonny Carson. I'm going to watch them. But you, what, listen to you do that that podcast. It had me in my, had me feeling a little bit guilty. It's sorry, all right. Sorry, it's all right. Sorry. It's all right. But anyways, you know we gotta make up for it. Yo. The conversation of the GOAT, greatest of all time. That is such a discussion on so many platforms, social media sites, group texts, group chats. We all know Michael Jordan is to be considered the all-around overall greatest player of all time. Mm-hmm. That's a title that they say he earned. Mm-hmm. Well deserved. <clears throat> Yes, before anybody comes in there with the Bill Russell. Yes, we know Bill Russell won 11 championships. But let's be honest. Was any of us around when Bill won those titles? No, I know I wasn't. I know what I've seen from Black and White and on NBA TV. If you go by rings, yes, technically, he he's is, the GOAT. Yes, he is the GOAT. And we can say right behind him would be Robert Horry with those seven. Or well, any, yeah, if you want to give Robert Horry the GOAT of being teammate. Teammate, yes, great role player. I'd say, okay, fine. But as for, we're talking about individual player that changed the way the game was played. The way you had to step on that court. The way you had to prepare. It's Michael Jordan. And I'm not going to, I'm not knocking LeBron. I followed LeBron since he was in 10th grade. I remember when I first heard about LeBron on the AEU circuit, a friend of mine was like, yo, we was at this tournament this weekend. And this kid from Akron, Ohio was killing Everybody there, they was talking about he's going to be in the NBA. He's going to be great. Okay, so me, being the inquisitive hoop head that I am, yeah, I'm a big hoop fanatic. I love basketball. What's this kid's name? Mm -hmm. LeBron James from Akron, Ohio. Never heard of the kid. So I, I brushed it off. I was like, yeah, all right, whatever. Then it comes to where uh, St. Vincent St. Mary's plays. Oak Hill. Mm -hmm. Anybody knows about Oak Hill, you knew Carmelo Anthony. Remember watching that game on ESPN. Yep. Saw LeBron for the first time. Saw what they was talking about. 
LeBron is a great player. I'm not knocking this man. I know people want to dog him because he flops and he had to make super teams and blah, blah. That's a whole nother freaking podcast we can do about that. <laughs> but player-wise, his knowledge for the game, the way he sees the court, the way he likes to get his teammates, A1. Now, here's where I'm, I see the difference between him and Jordan. Jordan was an assassin. Jordan didn't just want to kill the coach, the bench players, the assistant coaches, the water boy, the owner. He wanted to kill your best player and the team starting the other four starters. Yeah, and you wanted to send the fans home with that memory hurting, hearts broken. Um, hmm, I'm Cleveland. a Knicks fan. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm a Knicks fan. You know how many times I had got pissed off? I love to watch Mike play other teams, except when he played New York. Yeah, we all know New York is the, that's the mecca. That's the mecca of basketball. Let's just be honest. Anyone that any of the guys that we that we discussed today, they've all had good games in the garden. It's just something about the garden. It's magical. The his, you know, the whole the history behind the place is phenomenal. But we all know. And and that's one thing I I do want to say just as Troy said, this is not a show to knock LeBron. I know there's a ton of LeBron haters out there. But let's, I'm going to put it to you in perspective like this. It's like people who hate the Dallas Cowboys. Do you really hate the team or do you hate the fans? So let's look at it from that perspective of... I dislike Dallas. The only time I think I even remotely thought Dallas was cool is because Dion went there. And I've always been a primetime fan. Yeah, I'm a Cowboy fan since birth, so we're talking 45 years of being a fan. But that's another show. <laughs> But I will say, I think a lot of people dislike LeBron because there are a lot of people out there who are very delusional about what makes a player great. And then on top of that, the whole term GOAT is thrown around way too loosely. Facts. Way too loosely. People were calling Steph Curry, he's the greatest of all time off of one championship. And to me, it's like this. If you want to talk about what makes a player GOAT, it's the style. It's the style of it. Now, this was all in one. Now, now, what season was this from? Troy brought up. Troy just pulled something I don't up. Know. I just remember I saw this and I had to say that I forgot to write down. Mm-hmm. But um, let's see. Now, I'm going to take a look at something. Now, all in one season, Jordan scored 61 points twice, 58 points, 56, 53, 50, twice, 49, twice, 48, 47, twice, 46. 45 twice, 44 points twice, 43 points, 1, 2, 3, what do we got, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 times, 41 points, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 times. The season where he dropped like 37 a game. And he scored 46 six more times. I'm not, I could, I'm not sure what season that is from, but it's the way, and I think people, people look at Mike and LeBron and, 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 and before we even go on with that, when we talk about the GOAT, that GOAT status, I think, and Shaq hit it on the head. How do you forget about Kobe Bryant? Kobe How- B. Bryant. Right. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, peace, Gigi. Rest in peace to the other seven right. people that lost their lives, too. But back to Kobe B. Bryant, a.k.a. the Black The Black Mamba. Think about it. How do we, we, we talk about Mike, and then we skip Kobe... To go right to LeBron. 
let's think let, let's put it in perspective like this. Kobe came into the league as Mike was starting to his skills were starting to decline, but Mike was still putting it on cats What's night in night. Yep. But, you know, think of think of it like this too. Now, I was thinking about this as you know, I was thinking about this show. Is the people who watched LeBron were able to watch Kobe. And how do you sit there and totally, totally skip over his career? Exactly. How do you skip him? How do you do how do you just go past Kobe? Kobe has what, five rings? Five rings, been to the finals seven times. Well, LeBron has what? Four. Four. Four, been to ten. Ten finals. And that's impressive. Not knocking to taking it that far. But we're talking about Kobe being Bryant. This the second come Jordan 2.0. Pretty much. And, and it, this is no knock to Harold Minor, Jerry Stackhouse. Yeah. Remember all them guys? They yeah. used to get the label, the, jo- the second next Jordan. Jordan. Yeah. That it's was a career color for some of them dudes. Kobe was Jordan reincarnated. He took the moves. He studied Mike's moves. Mike said it at that thing when the, the if you remember when the, the funeral thing and uh, mm-hmm. Mike called Kobe his little brother. Yep. Said that when Kobe came into the league, 18, 17, however it was when he got it. Yep, 17. He said one day played one day after the game, he and Mike, Kobe was chopping up. Mike said, yo, here's my number. Anytime you want to call and you want to know about the game, give me a call. Mike said he got in calls at 3, 4 o'clock in the morning from Kobe because Kobe wanted to learn. And Kobe took everything Mike said and, and, and swallowed it up and, and studied Mike, took the way how Mike treated game situations, and he saw it on the court. You can't deny that Kobe was not Jordan 2.0. Nope. Plain and simple. And when that Mamba mentality, I, it's crazy. Because I, I remember, I thought Kobe was cocky. Yeah. And Shaq called him showboat. Yeah. When he first came out, I was like, yo, he's way too cocky. Doing all the fan, you know. Then came he, in dating me. Yo, man. I mean, oh, he, he was full. Brandy. Brandy. The, 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 the rap album, the, the series against Utah where he missed the, the three-pointers. Yep. It's like he was caught. He was a cocky kid, but exactly, he was a kid. Thrust mm-hmm. into that position. Mm-hmm. Y'all gotta remember, Mike was cut from his high school team. Yep. Mike wasn't allowed to be the man while he was at North Carolina. Sam Perkins, James Worthy, were the, the were the basic players. Mike's shot in '82 to win the finals against the Hoyas was what started him towards the, who he became. Mm-hmm. Kobe, no, straight out of high school. LeBron, straight out of high school. They had LeBron was going was de- his debt was destined to be great because of what he did. Remember, Lenny Cook, for y'all heads that don't remember, was considered to be the best player. Yep, we we forgot about Lenny Cook. You know, another guy. Hi, Evan. Guys, hey, Doc. To everyone that's on, that's listening to the show, my son Evan has made his guest appearance because it is Sunday and he's finally up at almost three in the afternoon. He's a party animal, but anyway, um, yeah, I mean Lenny Cook was one of those guys. 
another high school guy, unfortunately, you know, signed with the agent, got screwed over. And that documentary, it really uh, puts you on. If you have never seen yeah. a Lenny Cook documentary, go see it. You'll understand that this kid was great. Too many yes men in this corner. People telling him that he was going to be the shit and blah, blah, blah. And then when you went up against LeBron, LeBron kind of exposed his weaknesses as a player. Lenny never got the shot that he deserved. Not knocking Lenny because Lenny caught good ball. Len hey, we, it was we, just that when you get people in your ear, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, but also Lenny was his own worst enemy, yeah, too. Yeah, that's true. You know, um, speaking of Lenny Cooks, we're going. I think he's one of those unheralded guys that could have been uh, uh, right up there with Carmelo and LeBron. You know, he got his, he had a, he had a few shots at the pros, and then he got invited to the Celtic Summer League camp, and he went berserk. Yeah, yeah. He had a he he played in the summer league when it when it first started when the NBA started doing the summer leagues. Hey, remember Boston used to have a Boston summer yeah. league pro am. Yep. Yeah, he went there. He did his thing. But that's the you know that's the, one of the things that we talk about um, when we say greatest. In fact, we're coming up against the break. So allow me to uh, pay these bills. We're gonna get right back into this conversation because after this, it's about to heat up. Yeah, don't go nowhere. Get your popcorn ready like T.O., Cowboys. Yeah, yep. Get your tea. Yeah, that's right. Get your popcorn ready. Get your cigars. Get your wine. It's whatever. NBA All-Star Weekend. <laughs> so. That's funny saying that because it's not on. It's not. Yeah, it's not the same. But, my good people, you looking to do a podcast? Are you? Well, if you haven't heard of Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And let me explain to you all. It's free. In fact, this is how Troy and I are doing this podcast. Yes, sir. Anchor. Now, the good thing is, as I said, it is free. You don't have to use your debit or credit card, none of that stuff. Now, what what's cool about this app, there's creation tools that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Now, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go don't download the free app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And it's free. And free is for the both of us, and it yes, should sir. be for you too. So now when we get back, now as we as this conversation, the whole LeBron Jordan conversation has come about over the years, you know, we always, like I said, we, we people skip right over Kobe. Go right, right to LeBron. Right, which is crazy. It is. So now, people that sit there and say, well, LeBron's better than this guy, and he's better than that guy. Let me help Let me help you Let me help you out with something. So now... He got the receipts, people. I got them. So currently, LeBron James. LeBron James? Been active since 2003. He's now played in 1,301 games. Average 20, he's averaging 27 points, 27 points per game. Shoots 50.4% from the field, averaging 7.5 rebounds and 7.4 assists per game. Now, you want to, now, we talk about Mike and all that stuff. Cool. So, here we go. The numbers aren't really too, they're not too far off. Now, Mike's career average is 30.1 points per game. He's also now, here's the thing. Now, Mike is retired, so I'm going to run it down. Six-time uh, six champ. Six-time Finals MVP, which is better than the regular season MVP. Also, uh, Mike has been the regular season MVP and Finals MVP. We can't say that about Mr. James. Let's now let's just let's 
let's just let's just just not get all upset now. I'm just reading what I researched. So, Mike averaged 38 38.3 minutes a game. Damn. Played in the 1072 games of his career. So now you ask yourself this question, if Mike doesn't retire and go off go off to play baseball, I still say he did that because his pop passed away. I've always said that. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, he paid respect to his father because his father wanted Wouldn't to be play. play baseball. Yep. Hey. Because I remember, remember they were saying that it was it was a quote unquote suspension, which it was. And you, when you really look at the you look at the documents, it was a suspension. I guess it was more of a thing where David Stern wanted to keep his star player, you know, not so much under wraps, but just to say, hey, Mike, chill out with the gambling because I think you're, you're getting close to that Pete Rose status. You know? <laughs> so, <laughs> you know. Pete Rose reference on All-Star Weekend. <laughs> yes. Yes, the greatest hitter of all time in baseball. I don't care what you say. Hey, but um, but you look at Mike's numbers, right? Mm-hmm. He shot 49.7% from the field. 5.3 assists, 6.2 rebounds. And he did that in a more physical NBA. Thank you. Mike didn't flop. Mike didn't flop. We know Vladi was the original flopper. The originator of the flop was Vladi Divac. Yeah, and then Vladi stopped flopping once uh once Magic got in that ass. Yes, and Byron Scott and, and crew was like, cut the crap. Yes, sir. But then I want to take a look at something else, too, right? Scotty Pippen. Now, when at, at a certain point, about three, four years ago, people were calling LeBron Scottie Pippen 2.0 because of the fact his game was well-rounded. Now, when we talk about numbers, numbers don't always represent what the player w- really was. True. So when I read off LeBron's stats, it doesn't, it doesn't particularly mm-hmm. dictate the kind of player that he is because if you look at what LeBron does, LeBron is be, really a big facilitator. He, he encompasses the... Get everybody involved. Mm-hmm. Now, the re- and I understand his reasoning for wanting to go build the super teams. So now to my son who will probably hear this, and I want you to understand this. He mentioned to me that the Celtics had, their, their big three were all-stars. And I had to remind him, Robert Parrish wasn't an all-star in the beginning. Robert Parrish didn't really reach any true all-star fame until he really got with the Celtics. Yeah, I remember, Robert Parrish bounced from a couple of teams. Yeah. He wasn't originally a Celtic. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. And I think that's the. I think people tend to. Oh, they get. They get caught in the now, which I understand. This is where we're living the now. But in order to have the now, you had to. You have to kind of go back. So when you take exact, you know, you got to go back. So let's go back. So I'm going to talk about. I'm going to bring up someone else's stats that uh, one of LeBron's teams, the Heat, did beat. They beat the Spurs, and was that 2013? I believe so, wasn't it? Yeah, the Heatles. Yes, the Heatles. The most corniest name in sports. (laughs) But you look at Tim. Tim Duncan. Timmy! The big fundamentals. Six finals appearances, five finals wins. So he averaged 34 points a game, flat out. Hold on one second, stop. Hey, so jumping into Tim's numbers, right? Timmy! Tim averaged 19 points a game. 34 minutes a game, 10.8 assists, shot 50.6% from the field. Uh, 10.8 rebounds, rebounds, three assists. Yes, three, that's, that's it? He said 10.8 assists. Oh, I, I thought I said rebounds. My bad. <laughs> but he also played in 1,392 games. And when you look at Tim's career, and this is why, this is how, this is why I'm, I, when I say great, Tim's 
numbers don't really reflect how great he was as a player. Now, let me interject something. Yes. A reason why I don't think Tim gets brought in the conversation because Tim wasn't flashy. Right. Tim played in a system with Popovich where you had you had your job, you do your job. There right. was no anybody has ever played for San Antonio. Dave Robinson, Sean Elliott, Stephen Jackson, Stephen Jackson, Captain Jack <laughs> was, wasn't a role player. Yeah. But even Tony Parker and Ginobili, them guys were not flashy. They wasn't. No. They wasn't. They were superstars. Well, Robinson, Duncan were superstars. Mm-hmm. Parker was a star. Ginobili was a star. Oh. Sean Elliott was a star. But you never. You not see you're not looking for them on the top of that list. No, no. Because they went and they did their job and they was quiet about it. Timmy, like you said, Timmy was a beast. Was his numbers was it spectacular? No, no. But he got the job done. He got to final six times, won five. Yep. You you think of, you think and about remember it. Remember, he won one with David Robinson, who at that time actually two. Oh yeah, that's right, two. Two. But David Robinson at that time was the man, and Timmy was. Second, yeah. Second option. Think about. I mean, you really think about. And they beat my Knicks. Yeah, that was a straight. That was a strike short in season two. That was a strike short in season. But we can't. Hey. Give me a moment. I <laughs> but we can't forget the LJ. The the big shot. The big shot. LJ hit that big shot in the playoffs that year. And um. Sprewell played great. But yeah, we we know the rest. That's another. That's another story. Yeah, but. You know, and the thing is, what you what, what made that team, you look at that team, what made it special was Avery Johnson was motivated. Lil Damon, St- hey, Damon Stoudemire, Lil, Lil, Lil Mighty Mouse, I want to say thank you because you said they will never win a championship with a point guard like him. And yet Avery <laughs> Right. They went to commence and whooping ass after that. And you think about this too, you know, we talk about greats. It's not just players, it's teams. And if you look at the Lakers dynasty with Phil Jackson. The, Lake, the Lakers Lake show. Yeah, Lake that was show? The, the new Lake show. As Kobe Bryant Showtime. said. Showtime. Showtime, yeah. Was looking Lake show. Oh, remember, oh, that's what, remember, they called it the Lake show. ESPN started calling it, it's the Lake show. It's the Lake show. Uh, you know, it's not Showtime. This isn't, this isn't your dad's Lakers. This is the Kobe Bryant and Shaq Lakers. And as Kobe stated, I would have had more rings if it wasn't for that damn Tim Duncan. That damn Spurs team. Those Spurs teams. And this is what I mean about greatness. Is that, yes, LeBron in general is a great player. Again, I will not knock the man for being. He is great. But Tim, Mike, Scotty, and Kobe did not go to different teams to chase rings. That's the business side of it. I mean, yeah. that's where I say when people bring that up, oh, he had to make super teams. He had to leave a team. No, that was a business decision. Yeah. You, it, you also got to remember, there was a point where Kobe wanted to get traded during the L.A. season. Yeah, he did. But, Frustration we, set in. But well, then he probably calmed down, had a chill pill moment. Yep. Well, like Will Smith, I'm going to chill. I'm going to chill. And he, and he realized LeBron, what LeBron did is business. The NBA nowadays is more about business. It's not about loyalty. No, it's about, it's about, you're right, it's a business, but it's also about my boys over there, I want to go play. Prime example, John Wall did not fuss and fight about a trade to Houston because 
He well, wanted to get the hell up out of Washington. Well, he want everybody wants to get the hell up out of Washington. Even politicians want to get up out of Washington. True, but who's in? But who he wanted to go play with? Boogie. That's my boy. Well, they played together in Kentucky. Yeah, and they played like I said. These dudes, this generation, has played together since high school, AAU, you. and now they're in the league together. So they have that friendship. LeBron is a part of that generation. LeBron, Carmelo, Lenny Cook. Yep. All on the AAU circuit. Bassie Telfair, all of them. Well, you know, we all, he has been in the league in a minute. Bassie behind bars, I believe. Gun charge. Dummy. Oh, dummy. Not a smart move. But needless to say, man, I think well, so, I think the thing is, man, the whole GOAT discussion, the whole GOAT discussion has been something that disturbs me because it's the it's the generation that we that we're living in right now where ESPN these commentators, he's the greatest, he's this, he's that. But also... That's the funny part. It was the media that gave Michael Jordan the title, greatest of all time. And then you ask players around him from his generation. And even some, and as we, as we discussed it before we even did the show today, some of the players of today still say, say that's... Because of what they've seen. And some of their fathers were old enough to sit there and say, hey, watch this, shut up and learn. <laughs> I was like, that's funny, because, yo, I can imagine seeing somebody's kids. Yo, sit, sit down, sit down and watch this. You want to talk about basketball? Let's watch this right here. Exactly. You're wearing, the, you're wearing the man's shoes. Why don't you, pay, why don't you watch them? Actually, I am, too. Oh, that's <laughs> right. You are. Shit. Birdo sevens, baby. <laughs> but I, I just think that even, like, when, you, when you, look at, you look at how the league has progressed from the time Jordan has now been officially retired. Remember, oh, here's a funny thing. Mm-hmm. Detroit Pistons, remember when they played the Bulls? The Jordan Roos, you had a whole game plan named after a dude. There was a book written about it. Yeah. Think about that. Think about that. You, oh, man, no, listen. Keep going. <laughs> it, it's, but it, I think it's just that the, the generation doesn't quite grasp the concept that, yep, you could talk about Jordan's flameouts in the playoffs, but if you're going to say in, in, in defense, because I've heard this, well, well, it's a team sport. So why is it that if, if you lose, it becomes an individual loss, not a team loss? Then on top of that, yes, Jordan, yes, Jordan was bounced out of the playoffs. The, I'm at, the Bulls were bounced out of the playoffs early. Plenty of times. Yeah. yeah it, but that's a learning process. You have to learn how to lose in order to get to, mm. get to the finals and right. the championship. So when he was getting bounced. So like I was saying, you have to lose in order to to see what it is to get over time. Because remember, when Mike lost to those teams, the Celtics mm -hmm. and stuff, and the Celtics went on to go beat the Lakers, he learned from that. Well, think about Tim, the, the Spurs. Do we got to mention Tim again? Hey, come well, on. remember, they not only did young Tim Duncan have to get past the, the, uh, the Jazz. Utah. Yeah, because even after the Jazz lost to the Bulls that second time, they didn't necessarily break the team up. So they were still kind of that they were they were the standard mm -hmm. of winning in the West. Even though the Lakers were coming up, there was a young there was a team, you know, be coming up under with Dell Harris as the coach before Phil. Once they got past Utah, that is San Antonio, then the West the West became a two team race. Yep. It didn't matter if the Suns went out and got Jason Kidd. Sean Marion, uh, Steve, you know Steve Nash, even with Stoudemire, they didn't win. So the point of it is, and what I'm trying to get at is, is that when we look at LeBron, 
yes, young LeBron in that oh that oh six oh seven season when they led the Cavs, you, you know, helped lead the Cavs to a finals. They ran into a buzzsaw called the San Antonio Spurs, but that just made LeBron get hungry. And I'm not going to take that away from the kid. Got hungry. He figured out how to elevate his game to elevate everyone else's game. And that's the argument I've heard about this whole greatest thing is Jordan didn't elevate anyone's play. What do you mean? Scotty Pippen. Scott, yes. When Scotty Tony Kukoc. Tony Kukoc. We can go B.J. Armstrong, John Paxson, Horace, Kerr. Steve Kerr. I mean, think about Pete Myers, <laughs> Randy Brown, Stacey Craig King. Hodges. Yeah, Craig Hodges. Black board out the league, but I'm going with that's a good that's a, Yep. You know, come on, Stacey King, Dickie Simpkins. Providence Scott Williams, old. we can go on down to Scotty Burrell. We can go on down the list of guys that Mike didn't bully. Mike got into their heads and made them believe that they could th win. Exactly. Listen, I'm going to get you to the finals, but you're going to have to be here when I need you to be here. Right. LeBron, LeBron has does that, but LeBron is a facilitator. LeBron is not an assassin. LeBron would look to set up the good play. Mike would look to end the play. Not just end the play. Mike wanted to end, end the series. That's why when he got to the finals, he's never lost. And no, no series has ever won seven games. And to anyone to say that Mike never took a game-winning shot, ask Byron Russell where the fuck he's still at, still sliding across the court. Um, this just in, Byron Russell still, still sliding Craig. across the Antarctica. Hold up. Oh, wait a minute. Another report. Craig Elo still down and still crying. Yes. Um. Wait a minute. What was that? Lenny Wilkins? What? Len Lenny's still pissed off? Yep, okay. Um, yeah. And to the point, think about this. Guys that Jordan played against and beat eventually came and played with him. Ron Hopper. The poor man's Jordan. Yo, that was so fucking Ron from the Clippers was a 20-point scorer a game. Yeah, to the Bulls. bad knees and all. When he got to the Bulls, he had a role. Yeah, point that, guard. A that role got him championships. Exactly. You know, you think, and, and that, I think that's the thing that people people don't grasp is that when LeBron went to the Heat, Dwayne Wade, Dwayne Wade already had one. one, beat Dallas, beat Dallas single handedly. Let's think about that, and you you want to go back to greats. Are we going to put Dwayne Wade up there as one of the greats? We're hey, we're back. Had to take a quick break. Sorry about that, but. We were talking about Ron Harper, my man. My oh, man. man, Jordan. Yo, this is, this, this is a guy. His nickname was Hollywood, the Ohio Flyer, or Hop. Now, think about this. Now, his career averages. Wait, they called him Hop? Yep, was that it, before the knee injury or after? No, it's Harp, like Harp, short oh, for Harper. Harper. Yeah. yeah, the Ohio Flyer was while he was in college and when he first got into oh, the yeah, pro. He had, he had bunnies when he was before the injuries. Yeah, that's the poor man's Jordan. Yeah. He was a bad dude. Ron, such a bad for real, man. You think about this. His, for his career, he played a thousand and nine games. Thirteen average, thirteen point eight. Uh, career wise, career wise, yeah. That's not even poor man Jordan. No, but you you remember though, you That's know, old man YMCA yeah, ball. Yep, exactly, exactly. And but you know what, what what gets me is is that you look at now he came into the league in eighty six, eighty six, eighty seven. Let's go back to. I think uh, let's see. Let's look at his eighty-eight, eighty-nine uh, stats. Was that with the Clippers? Nope, he was with uh, the Cavs. Eighty-eight, eighty-nine. Yeah, 
So let's see. Hmm. Let's just say Jordan, when these guys, a lot of people just, a lot of people at the time, I remember having a lot of conversations with a lot of different people as I was coming up watching basketball and then being coming an adult and talking about sports with other guys. When Harper's name came up, a lot of guys would say, yo, that was the poor man's Jordan. When he got to the Clippers, he was able to kind of come into his own. Because if you know Lenny Wilkins as a head coach, Lenny was a guy that kind of wanted to keep you under control. Didn't let you really, he let you do enough to, you know, to, to you know, get, get some things going. But hold on, guys. We're up against it again. So, if you guys are looking to do a podcast, come on over to Anchor. It's free. Free. For me. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. And Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And we're back. So Ron's, you know, Ron had a, uh, Ron's career was kind of, he had the chance to be great, but the knee injuries and, um, you know, the whole thing with him going, you know, getting out of Cleveland, going to the Clippers. I I remember I liked him better as a Clipper than I did as a Cavalier. You know, you look at the team that he played on, he played with Lloyd Voigt, (laughs) Um, Michigan alum, Doc Rivers. Dark Rivers. Rivers. You know, come on, that those are some of the guys he played with. Mark Jackson. Mark. Yep. You see me doing a Mark Jackson. Jackson. <laughs> this, and this is the Mark Jackson who appeared in the uh Shanice video, It's for You. What? Yeah. Never do that. Yeah. Look, yep, so we're talking around 93. Um you look at uh let's see, because this the way it's set up on this. Who else was on that clipper team? Um, I know Dominique came. I think yeah, a couple years later, ninety ninety one. I think they came around the same time. I think I want to say. Let's see. Here we go. So eighty eight. Let's see. Ron's Ron's numbers. I don't want the game logs. I end up getting the game logs, people. But let's just say this: when you talk about a guy having to know his role. And then kind of have to uh, elevate and revert back into what he had to become in certain games. Ron Harper was that guy. And back to the whole thing of the great, all this other stuff. I think that LeBron is what we call, he's, he's, a, he's a talent. And I think, once again, I'm going to say it one more time. ESPN loves to say generational talent. Generational this generational that so as i was trying to explain to my son jordan is a transcendent player that word just sounds like you should be seeing like a halo glowing yes angels playing as charlie murphy said yo he like he had the aura i seen that (laughs) shit you know i seen it It was like it was like an orange glow i seen that shit and that's jordan you talk about kobe it's the same effect you talk about shaq it's the same thing remember shaq though Shaq had rules made because of how you had to deal with him. Jordan had rules. Kobe has that same type of... LeBron has something similar to that. 
tell that, but it's not there. Like LeBron again, he looks to set up his players to win games. Yeah, he's looking for that first. Not saying that he don't have that dog in him, like because he's he's had moments where he's taken over games. Yep. But it's not something that you you see. You if you're watching LeBron play, you're not gonna say, "Oh, here comes LeBron in the fourth for year." Yeah, LeBron's gonna take over the fourth. You see Kobe, <laughs> you see Mike. You knew that was coming. Yeah. Well, we and I think that yo, if you knew, what what see here's the thing: what made Kobe even more dangerous was the fact that he he can sit there and dump the ball down low in the post. And Shaq was going to sit there and shit on somebody. And then on top of that was that the hack and Shaq shit didn't work because Shaq was clutch, clutch from the line. Shaq it's was... funny that we say Shaq clutch, clutch. at the line. Exactly. But we, but we know you hack Shaq in, late in the fourth quarter, he's going to sit there and bury that. He's going to bury that free throw and look, at, look over at the opposing bench like, how dare you? What made Mike... See, what, and, and this is when we get into this thing. Bring up that thing with Jalen Rose, please. And don't nobody dare say Bam bam. Now I'm going to read this to you Straight from the words out, These are the words coming out of Jalen Rose's mouth five, baby. In this era of basketball LeBron ain't stopping the great place From winning championships nope. They're getting their turn There was no turn in MJ's era So I'm going to say this again Preach LeBron don't have it in him. Mike, this is what this is what makes Mike the man, and even Kobe the man. When that chip is on the line, and all the money's on the table, your money and the house's money, those two motherfuckers was taking your shit. Not just your money, you're taking your girl, your house, your heart, your car, everything that you worked for, and you're gonna be known. <clears throat> Excuse me. In the in the annals of of NBA history, as the guy who got shitted on by the number twenty three. Mm-hmm. That he is me. And and we're talking about the old school Gatorade when the when the bottles were glass. <laughs> oh my God! You know, I used to hate them bottles. <clears throat> Excuse me. Kobe had the same mentality when he got that when that lower jaw came out. He had the overbite. All everybody in the house knew this dude was about to do you dirty. Facts. Timmy, yes, I'm bringing up Tim again. Timmy. Tim would just give. Tim would just sit there and give you that blank thousand yard stare, pull up on you, bank one off the glass, and come back on the other end and d you up. Word. Now we can go on down to some other guys who should get some uh, some consideration for being the greats. T Mac. T-Mac gave Kobe nightmares because why? Their games were so similar, but... And he was 6'9". He's 6'9". Let's say that again for the folks who don't understand. Y'all gotta understand, Tracy McGrady was 6'9". 6'9", smooth, shooting guard, small forward, whatever you want to call him. Yep. And if you look at his game, and I'm going to reference this guy again. He, uh, a lot of these guys, their, their games were patterned after Pippen. But they tried to have the killer instinct of Mike. Now, <clears throat> in this era of basketball we're talking about, there are no guys who have, and I can't even say this, 
Yes, to take a big shot, it takes a lot of heart. But, excuse me, as I was saying, you know, not to take anything away from Tracy McGrady, you know, the thing, what made, he was great. We all know the injuries really curtailed his career, but at a certain point, he was that guy right up there with Kobe. Yeah, when he was, especially when he was in Houston. Remember what he did to San Antonio? Yeah, I remember that. I remember, hey. I look. watched that game. That was that was awesome to watch, just for, as a basketball fan. Mm-hmm. To see how he, crazy, pulled up three, came down two, another three. You, you don't see, see, and the thing is, but what, what I think today's game is, it's it's different in the sense that guys are more infatuated with looking pretty in the in the Steph Curry pull up, you know that, that step back, shoot the three, and do all the little dances and shit. Oh, there you had. Oh, there, so did you see the thing that happened last week? That Denver game. No, I think but, Denver was playing Golden State Warriors. Um, they come down on a break, four on one. One guy's bringing the ball up. Three guys, one defender from Golden State. You take the three guys would cut to the basket for the easy easy layup to tie the game up. The dude bring down the ball, one defender. One guy on the left corner, two shooters on the right. Four against one. Nobody's cut to the basket. Dude brings the ball and kicks it to one of the shooters on the right corner. Guy pulls up, misses a three, they end up losing the game. Question was, Mike would what would Mike done? Mike would have took that right to the basket. For the two to bring it to overtime. Now, I want you to listen to this, my good people. And this is the and this is why I'm gonna say it again. Pip, Jordan, Kobe, who else we got here? Iverson, McGrady, even Jerry Stackhouse, Grant Hill would have looked to dunk on that dude in the paint because they knew I'm gonna I'm gonna get the foul and I'm going to the line, not just to um Tie it up. I'm going to put us in a position to win. Because mm-hmm, you make that basket, right there. there's two right there. You go to the line and one. That's one basket. You win by one point. point. And this is what I mean. This is why the guys I mentioned on this on um, you know the list of plays I just mentioned, and the ones that aren't even on my list that aren't part of my notes. The IQ, the basketball acumen that these that these players I mentioned have, these players of today don't have it. A lot of it is it is just steeped in how much I can look good. The high shorts, the shorts riding up the thighs, looking like I mean, part of my French. It, John Stockton. I, oh shit! Even John Stockton shorts had a little bit of bagginess to them. Shit! They, they I mean, they're out there looking like they're violating. I think they got the Stockton look, but I think they, they go. <laughs> the, the, the thing is, this generation has taken Steph Curry's. What Steph Curry has done, mm-hmm. and now I want to add it to their game. Not everybody can be Steph. No, and we're jumping off the subject of no. LeBron versus Mike. Oh no, that, that no, no, we're, we're all see. Is that's why we're all curtailed. We're all curtailed. Yep. But again, that situation four on one. I've played basketball. I played in pickup leagues, summer leagues, all that stuff. I know. Tell you right now, if there's a four on one and we got dudes cutting, I'm. You want to do cutting to get the layup first so we can tie the game because you can always go to overtime. That was, yeah. Oh, so you're right, though. But, the, but I, you know what? I look at it, too, as the coaches have no balls. The coaches don't have any balls. If I'm a coach and I see a four-on-one, 
and a guy's gonna come down and pull up and shoot the three. Oh, Pop, Pop's pulling you. You know, if yeah. This was San Antonio on you. They did that. Popovich yeah. is gonna have an aneurysm. Phil Phil's gonna sit there. And fuck Phil's going. You. you ain't never gonna see the daylight again. You're at the end of the bench. You got to read a book first to get. You got to read the book. Uh, on, what on, other old school coaches would have had? Jerry it? Sloan. Jerry Sloan would. Yeah, you'd have been shipped off to like freaking. Europe somewhere. <laughs> um, um, shit, even Jerry Tarkanian went for his show. The that towel would have been thrown out the middle of the court. Bobby Knight. Bo- Chair. You would have been choked with Bobby <laughs> Knight. You know, I mean, even Don Nelson, the I great Don Nelson. Old school coaches wouldn't. That would They wouldn't. They wouldn't let that guy do that. No, but that. But see, but this is. This is why this era of basketball is what it is. It's the players are dictating what GMs, owners, and the coaches do. And I think that's why my, myself personally, and I, we're not old heads. I hate that term, you're an old head. The, the fact of the matter is, is that this has become a soft league. The league is soft by a lot of, term, by a lot of terms and definitions. Well, the rules have changed. Well, it's, it, not, it's not a lot. Of, it's, the 80s and 90s was way more physical. Mm-hmm. So plays were, were tougher. Right. Now it's... A little more since they took the hand checking rule away, and that's been out the leagues what for over twenty years now. Yeah, but it still it shows how the games played. Um, three point shooting is way up now. You got a lot more people pulling threes because of dudes like Clay Thompson, Steph Curry. Well, and I'm not knocking it for it because Steph is a phenomenal shooter. Yeah. Now, when you say greatest of all time when it comes to shooting, I give give that to Steph. I'll give it to Steph, but I also got to look at it, Reggie. Yeah, but I, but I think he's past Reggie now. Well, I think I, I think when we look at the numbers and like the amount of threes, but remember, Reggie wasn't afraid to go drive to the hole. No, Ray Allen was another one. Ray Allen, I think that I think Ray is either second, third. I, I don't yeah. know which one it is on the list, but yeah. But they also didn't take a lot. Of, they don't like they don't take a lot of threes back then like they do now. Like a lot of high powered offenses, you now see these guys is chucking up threes on them. Well, would you have a team that's going to attempt 63 threes in a game? Yeah, that's a lot. Uh, let's backtrack to the Celtics and the Cavs in, what was that, 2018, 2019? Or 2017-2018, whatever season it was. I know the Celtics had a chance to go to the finals, and they lost because they attempted 63 threes. The game itself was close. It's called shot selection, which goes, goes back to coaching. If you're in a game that's hot, that's hotly contested and it's close, and I recall that was uh, LeBron's last season in Cleveland. Um, that game, I think it was something like 85 to 81 or something mm-hmm. like that final score, which meant and, – and even Cleveland was putting up a ton of threes in that game. This is why I, I think with you know we, we got like 14, 13 minutes left to go. This generation of basketball watchers, fans, et cetera, et cetera, you you know, they become enamored with the three. So much so that we're seeing a guy like Joel Embiid who should be dominating the paint, shooting threes. Boogie Cousins, when he was healthy, was shooting threes. AD, shooting threes. Get your big asses in the paint. You should. They should be averaging double-doubles. These are guys who should be averaging 25 and 15 at least with their athletic ability. Joel Embiid, his big ass at seven feet, two. He's, he's putting in work this season. Yeah, he's putting in work. But you know what? 
if he keeps shooting them threes. He's not even, that's the thing, though. This season, he's not shooting a lot of threes. Mm -hmm. He just had a 40-19 game the other night. Yeah, you, but you know what that stemmed from? Because, once again, see, that's the Shaq effect. Once Shaq and Charles and them get on your ass, all of a sudden, they want to start playing like they know how to play. Rudy Gobert. Bum, yeah. Bum juice. I'm sorry, I said it. Bum juice. I've That's always... straight from the trash can. Bum juice. Yeah, I've, I've not. I am not a fan of Rudy Gobert. No, I think but... he's overhyped. Oh, you know what? He can't... look. Think about it. Shaq got in his ass what a month or two ago. Yeah, All of a sudden, because he got a big contract, and Shaq was like, "Yo, you ain't worth the money. You ain't worth the money. Not with the numbers he's putting up. I think he's putting up like 11 points. Yeah." He's a defensive player. We understand he's the defensive player of the year. I score 11 points in the YMCA daily. <laughs> I'm 40-some-odd years old now. <laughs> I give you 11 easy. That's three threes and a layup. <laughs> there, there you go. I want my two point five. I want my 205 million somebody. I give you 11 points with bad knees. As his agent, I'm just going to say yes. Bad knees. 15%. Thank you. I take that. Think about it. This is a guy. you we're splitting it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, I, I see, I see where Shaq's coming from. And, and he did, you know, and contract rights, Shaq is right. You shouldn't, if you're a big man and you're getting paid that 205, 210 million and you're averaging 11 points and not even double figures and rebounds. Yeah. I have, a, I would have a problem with that too. Because I, you're, you're six foot 11. And you're not yeah, even. He's he's seven. What he's seven two. Is he? Yeah. I, don't he, know. I thought I always thought he was like six foot eleven. Nah, he's over seven feet. But he just I don't. He's not built like a no big. Nah, he center. he he's a like that kid from Denver, Djokovic. Jo see the Joker right there. See that's a Ooh, guy. That I, boy can play. I, I like his game, but he's another guy like yo. As big as you are, bro, get in the paint. I want to say dudes from Europe play that style. So yeah. he, he come. That's why he came over. Here. He's more. He's used to playing the European style of basketball. Well, that's what the NBA's become. The Euro League. The NBA's becoming the Euro League, man. I mean, you look at you know the guy I like. I, I like looking at a uh, Luka Doncic. Oh, that boy's nasty. I like the fact that the he's Larry Bird. They call him. Oh, he's seven. Hold on, Rudy Gobert, seven one. Okay, so he is seven. Yeah, he's seven one. I always one. thought he was like six foot eleven. Seven one two forty five. Yeah. He doesn't look. If you if you look at him on TV, you'd be like, yo, he don't look like he's two forty five. He he's no. slender. Yeah, he's, he's very, a slender two forty five. He just put that weight on recently. He because you know he wasn't that big, but I mean, this is the thing. Like I like I said, I, you know, when I talk to the young the young NBA fans, some of them understand exactly where the quote old head Shaq is coming from. Because some of them will admit, yeah, that dude's a soft-ass dude. There's no way he should have got that kind of money. No. I even heard, like, you know, one one young head said to me, he said, how is it that Donovan Mitchell, who's 6'1", is getting more rebounds than the actual fucking starting center? Spider. Think Spider about it. Spider can ball, though. Yeah. And he's, but he's active all over the court. He's a nasty little somebody. Yeah, he's a... But, but, but but you know what I'm saying. If you're 6'1 and you got a 7'1 center, your 7'1 center should be getting ten at least 10 rebounds a game. Rudy Gobert, you know. And I know we got nine we got nine minutes to go. But I know to a lot of y'all, you'll be sitting there thinking we just rambling on. But we're not. 
we're sitting here actually talking about some real deal shit here because you look at the contract for the for the 2020 season, this dude's making 27.53 million. This season, he is averaging 13 rebounds. Thir- he's getting 13. Oh no, he's had his, he's had a solid career the last couple of years. Okay. 2015, he averaged 11. 2016, he averaged 13. 2017, he averaged 11. 2018, he averaged 13. 2019, 13 and a half. And this season, he's averaging 13. But it, uh, maybe because of the fact, and well, his career average for rebounds is 11. Okay, so he's averaging. So his career average is 11, and I think that's what Shaq is alluding to. Is that I think it's probably more from an offensive standpoint. Yes. Because well, this season he's averaging 14, 14 and 13. Yeah, but I think career-wise, he's averaged 12 points, 11 rebounds. For somebody that's seven foot one, Shaq. Seven one seven seven one, yeah. And he was a twenty something in thirteen, I believe. Yeah. Look it up. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he. I he mean, averaged like twenty five, twenty six in like thirteen. So I think Shaq is saying you got it, and that's why he he picks up. He don't pick on them, but he picks at their style of play. He's like, you guys, are big dudes, get down there, bang out. Yep. Throw your weight around. Yeah. Barbecue don't, chicken. Yep. Seven one. Yeah, he's seven. You know, Shaq is seven one, and we knew. You know, you got to remember when he came into the league, he was a monster. He was a monster. He played with an edge. He played with that chip on his shoulder because he didn't. He wasn't picked for the dream team. They took Christian Leitner. America's favorite. America, yeah, exactly. America said, "You say it again. Say America's it again." America's favorite white boy. I'm sorry, not racist. Nope, but here's Shaq's I'm averages. He, Shaq played in 1,207 games, averaged 23.7 points, 10.9 re, uh, rebounds, 2.5 assists, shot 58% from the field. Um, his win percentage now, his, his, win, his win shares are 181.7. So that's an estimate of the numbers of wins contributed by a player. So he contributed to 181.7 wins. That's a lot of wins right there. Mm-hmm. You know, and... Um, you know, his efficiency uh, was 26.4, and that's the uh, player efficiency rating. I think, like I said, you look at the reason why a lot of the old guys, even Kenny Smith is kind of like, you know, you can be a great shooter, but you have to have other things to go along with your game. Like, it, it's the step, I call it the, the, the step, it's, this is the Steph Curry era of playing. It's look pretty. Hit all the threes, do the shimmying, but 73 and 9, you gotta come through. You gotta come through. Yeah, that that 73-9 record was so amazing until they lost in the finals. And who they and we all know they lost to the, to the Cavs. We you know that I think I'll say this in closing. I think that's the best I've seen LeBron James really play because he we actually got to see what he was actually made of yeah that was great but i also said this this is what stopped him from being the goat he never got to face kobe in the finals no if they got one finals and he balled out against kobe does that put him in the conversation then you know i think that what yeah i think think about it i think you would have to 
You would have I to mean, put it Kobe on the table. I mean, Kobe and Mike never got to face each other because Mike was at the end of his career. And also, but the, Mike was still effective. Yeah. And Mike knew that Kobe's time was coming. Unfortunately, I, Kobe and LeBron met during the regular seasons. Right. But never got to meet in the finals. Now, if they got to a finals. I think we would have to. I, think I, I kind of think that you might have to. And say, let's say hypothetically, if LeBron won, mm-hmm. even if it's just once, you kind of gotta. You gotta table it. Gotta. He gets a knockout. Yeah. You. Yeah. You. You would have to table then it. Because cool. we consider it was Jordan two point oh. But also, you look at the regular seasons, those regular season matchups. Kobe was never ever quite right healthy. Health No, that's towards the end of his career. No, no I mean, the, the, I think one of the first times they played, Kobe ended up uh, jacking up his shoulder. You know, because he played a lot of games. Though. He did. They he, were, he got ran ragged at, like, especially at the end of his career. He what? got ran ragged because once those Laker teams, like after what he won, two thousand ten was the last one. Yeah, twenty ten. Like after that, they broke the team up. Yeah, the team wasn't as good, and he had players that wasn't as great. So yeah, he got ran ragged. But I always thought, I always thought, I've always said this that if they got to me in one finals and if LeBron balled out and won, I think yeah, you would have you would have to put him in the conversation. I I don't put I don't put LeBron in the conversation just due to the fact that a this is how and this is this is my my thoughts and feelings on this. In order to put LeBron in this conversation, you got to all these finals. Which is a great accomplishment. It's a great accomplishment. If you even won half, if you went five and five, you went 500, 500, we can sit here and talk about, yup, he's right up there. He's right up there, That's right the behind. That's they take away from nowadays in the conversation. They're like, oh, rings, it's not about rings. What is it? What, what do you play basketball for? for? What do you play any sport for? If you ain't there to win the championship. Exactly. So... I think when you go and the th- and the reason why and this is my 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 theory on the whole Jordan being the being the greatest and everyone saying what about Russell? Jordan got to six finals, never lost one. Russell never went to a game seven. Went never went yeah exact right. Never faced a game seven. I he uh, let's see. I think Bill went to thirteen, right? Bill went to yeah went to thirteen. Went, yeah played in thirteen finals, won eleven. That's impressive. Very impressive. But the point is, as they say, you get there, you got to win them all to be considered that. Jordan goes in, is the finals MVP of all six. At the end of the day, when you look at the count, 6-0, and 11-2, Kobe's what, 5-3? 5-3. 5-2. And and no, he's 5-2. and two. Timmy's 5-1. Five five and, one. and LeBron is 4-10. 4-10? Four four and and he went to 14? No, I mean, not 10. 4-6. No. My four bad. I'm sorry. Sorry for the math. But my good peoples, you see where we're going with this. It's not that we're saying LeBron isn't great. I'm not. I, he is great, but I don't. Again, don't hold him as the greatest. I don't have him in that conversation. I have Jordan, Kobe, as two as my goats. And I'm putting Tim up there third. Sorry, Today. not because I'm a Spurs fan. But hey, we're in the last minute of the show. I want to say thank you to all who have who are going to listen. We, Troy and I, appreciate you all. Salute. And we will be back because there is more to come from this conversation. We're going to do a March Madness yet. Let's talk about some great college teams. Fab Five! Next week, we are going to discuss March Madness. So be prepared. All right, good people. Till the next time, 
Talk to you soon. Peace.